Oh, good God, y'all. All right, good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined today by Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. I'm going to go to your camera. Ah, there it is. I'm I was sorry. waiting I for you so to go asleep. to my camera. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was I'm like... just fucking dead. Uh... And uh, you can tell I look like I just rolled out of bed, and I have the fucking weirdest hair. Jesus. Yeah, that cool locust fucking... on your shirt. What is going on? <laughs> okay, that's weird. It is All tall. right, sorry, everybody. Uh, Taller than, than typical. Is it like kind of hat? Is it shaped by hat? It is shaped by hat. I've been worried. Okay. <laughs> that made it way, way worse. Uh, I definitely look like uh, current day Robert Smith today. Nice. Uh, that's not good. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, you could look like I look any given day, which is with nothing. Well, either way, uh, anyhow, uh, yeah, comic books are out today, and uh, we're going to talk about them because that's what we do here on this podcast that comes from Coast City Comics, where we are sitting currently at this moment. It's a comic shop. It's a place where you can purchase comics. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are things that exist still for Mm -hmm. the time being in this world. We still have comic shops, so if you are into that, maybe you should support them and maybe support this one uh, specifically because we're better than the other ones. Uh, I'm not sure why. I can't explain why. Uh, Maybe because we release comics, which you'll find out later. It's Uh, je ne sais quoi. uh, (laughs) It also might be that. It might be our je ne sais quoi. Um, All right. You know what, Bob? You should turn down your light a little bit. You're a little reflecty. Sorry. I'm I'm, I'm being terrible about this. There you go. Beautiful. Um, anyhow, today, Action Comics hmm. is a comic book that is being it's put an out. Annual, an annual issue of Action Comics. It's basically like they decided they wanted to do something else, so they had one issue to tie up all of the storylines. <laughs> um, and they did it pretty well. well. Well, pretty well is as good as I can expect. I mean, as, as well as you can in like, a, hey, you have two months to wrap up the entirety of your storylines. And they did it, and they got an annual, and they did it. Here's one that I'm I'm surprised by. I don't I do not read this, but I'm surprised because people are reading it and yeah. it started out and no one cared about this book, but the fact is that people started realizing that this was the only place they could go to get their Yara floor, I think was <laughs> yeah. what I heard on the internet. The internet bandwidth was basically like, ah fuck, well we're not gonna get another Yara Floor series, so I guess we'll support Amazon's attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, good honestly, enough. it's... I hear it's good. Easily as good as the regular Wonder Woman book. Um, yeah, I mean, as much as any of this stuff that's going on, some of, some of the plot lines at DC are a little like, just like, because we said so, that's why. <laughs> and uh, th- this is one of them. And yeah. I guess it's like because Tom King said so or whatever, but um, it's you know it's fine. It's a it's an enjoyable comic book. It has your floor. It has Mary Marble and her weird bunny that teleports. <laughs> I do love a good teleporting bunny. Yeah. Uh, Army of Darkness, but this time it's forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, this is an Army of Darkness series. I'm not reading it. I I kind of checked out of like reading the comic adaptations of these. Turns out that really the the charm is in the actors and the and the directing mm. for me in in the Army of Darkness world. But in this in this instance, uh, there is a funny thing because you have the uh, you have the evil Ash that has the crazy skull helmet, mm. and uh, that version of him looks exactly like i can't remember which one of the members of guar he looks like uh, maybe balsack <laughs> it's one of them he looks exactly like him nice. uh so th- just something about the way that they draw him it kind of just uh, i don't know i like that there's a guar thing going on nice. that makes me happy uh avengers incorporated 
Uh, I liked it. The, uh, you know, I gotta say, honestly, like I'm a little ashamed with myself that I did not catch the thing that is, was just so clearly almost obviously like where it was going. And I was like, not even close Mm. to guessing it. Uh, like so many clues so much. Like, I mean, I'm sure that there was someone that was like, Oh, how could you think it was anything but this? But like, it was, I was like, huh? Okay. I mean, I I really like this comic. It's great. I just, I'm mad at myself that I didn't even like consider the possibility of who the guy is. That this is a mad about you crossover and that that's Paul Reiser. That's correct. I knew it. Spoilers. Sorry. I I don't, I genuinely don't want to give it away in case you like me did not pick up on any of the clues. I didn't pick up on anything. I think I I was going to ask you because I'm like, I don't know because I didn't read this one. Yeah. Because I had to. You find out who the guy is in this one and i am ashamed of it's myself the joker that, uh, mm. speaking of the joker uh batman brave and the bold number eight it has this wild dog thing by kyle starks I that's so it. good uh, that it's where it's kyle worth yeah i wish it was a miniseries i wish it was like a peacemaker miniseries like that one they did <sighs> but this is where you get it and it's it's just it's fine i'm um, so disappointed in the sales of peacemaker I'm so disappointed that that book did not do the numbers that yeah, it deserved. I think to. that we're learning that the 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 show audience does not translate does to not a comics. Yeah, audience. yeah, they don't read comics. So that's the that's and yet the fact. they continually try to make the comics more like the show, which is what they did with that Avengers Inc. with Hank Pym being like, yeah. you know, uh, what's his name, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael, now it's yeah. like he's old now. Yeah, I mean, it, whatever. Sure, I, I definitely see that there's a lot of like Disney influence on the comics and all that, but uh, I also think that that's kind of the only way to go is to have Hank Pym be old at this point. Yeah, it seems like it seems like that's the if you're going to have like six further generations, you can't just have him be young forever. If they're yeah. like, no, no, I know, I know, we're I know. down to his great, 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 great grandkids or whatever at this point. Yeah. Well, like, and okay. now at this point, Scott Lang is just so clearly like yes. the version that is 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 known so why would it be it, I mean, it kind of has to be that way yeah who was uh was scott lang wasn't ant-man in was the irredeemable ant-man was that scott Lang? no but who he's in that? this avengers inc comic Which one was uh, his name is oh something o'grady and he is uh <laughs> oh something insulting to the irish he I was a shield agent and he stole the ant-man suit uh, and he was just a dick and who, I think it might've been Kirkman. Yeah, it, it was, was a Kirkman. Kirkman it was a Kirkman yeah. book. I remember it because when that came out, that was the thing where I was like, well, this is Ant-Man. This is the, this is the Ant-Man you need to go with. This is the greatest story that I've read for an Ant-Man comic ever. Uh, Why isn't this what we're doing? I have to say merging, uh, <laughs> Hank Pym with Scourge and having him shoot ants from his gun into people's brains is not a thing I would have expected and is surprisingly actually pretty cool um, to have the justices serve, but it's just literally an ant saying it and then the guy, <laughs> then the guy dies um, is pretty pretty cool. Uh, I, I, it was not on my 2023 bingo. That's a pretty good one. Um, I like yeah. it. So um, I don't know. It's interesting. Brett, Brett, man, brave in the brave. Brett, man, brave. Brett, man, brave in a broad. We also have uh, Brett, man, beyond, <laughs> beyond brave in the broad. Uh, that's good. We've got Batman year one, part four. 
and we've got yeah. Batman Silent Night. Uh, it ties, it night. Up, ties it up with a neat little bow. Sure does. Uh, like a present, like a nice Christmas present. There were a couple of there were a couple of great moments in this. I really liked uh, I really liked the Blue Beetle moment in this, mm. which I was like, I had. I, they literally say, "Hey, you forgot this thing," and I was like, "Yeah, I did forget that thing." <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I, I guess it's I funny. Don't I remember actually where that came from. We watched uh, last night. We watched um, Rare Exports, and God, uh, that, that was my one of my top Christmas movies of all time. And Allie hadn't seen it. And then we watched Krampus because that was one that she likes that also I hadn't good. seen. I did not think it was very good. I love <laughs> uh, it was fun, but yeah. it was pretty bad. Uh, oh, it's it's a. I mean, it's a. It's a schlock movie that's yeah. made with a budget, which yeah, I love. like a huge budget. It has like a crazy yeah, yeah. cast. It's got a great cast, and it's got it's got Champ Kind. It's I got mean, uh, the, Adam Scott. It's, Adam Scott. It's got a what's her name from Hereditary. I gotta um, watch it again. Oh, she's so fucking good. Yeah, God, yeah. I love her. Oh, everything. I can't think of her name. Can't either, but uh, I do love her. And uh, I don't know. I yeah. like Krampus. It's it's got that bleak ending that's kind of a bummer. It's definitely, definitely I mean, know. I but if they had ended it the way the before it got to the bleak part where I was like if it ends here like boo two thumbs down and then <laughs> even though I knew I wouldn't like what happened, I'm glad that it did happen because oh. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, no, we're not I, here to talk about Krampus. We're not here to talk about Krampus, but uh, one part where he's jumping around the roofs is pretty cool though. It is pretty cool. It's scary. I, I was going to recommend another movie, but I can't think of the name of it. It's the, the fucking Home Alone horror movie that was made in Sweden. Mm. That the little kid is repelling invaders, and I literally cannot think of it. I know not it. Oh, God damn it. If I think of it, I'll, I'll recommend it. But uh, Black Panther, number seven is out. People buy this when yeah. there's a new character. Oh, cool. Because <laughs> they think they can resell it. And they are wrong. Uh, Book of Butcher is uh, from the somebody's killing them children. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw what that was and was like, oh, I don't read this book, so I didn't read it. There's some creepy alligators on the cover, and I like it. Yep. Looks as a quality put-together book. Uh, So is Captain Marvel, honestly. Uh, Again, I like Captain Marvel. It's not like every time I read it, I'm glad I did. It's just Captain Marvel's just one of those characters I don't care that much about, uh, so it's weird that uh, that I constantly read it, but uh, I do enjoy it when I get it. Uh, and another one that uh, is another surprise for me that I enjoy is Carnage. I think this Carnage series is about as good as you're ever going to get for a fucking Carnage story, personally. Yep, it was. Uh, I definitely would agree with that. Uh, I'm gonna give you Cyborg. Cyborg, it was, it was, it was fine. I, I ended up not really being separate, super into this comic. Um, it was, it was fine. If you're really into Cyborg, it gave you a Cyborg comic to read and a trade paperback to put on mm. your shelf. Eventually. What about these deadly hams of kung fu? It's part of that gang war thing, Shang Chi and the gang war story. Shang Chi and the gang war. Shang Chi and the gang war. To do to do. I love that Hanna Barbera cartoon. Oh yeah, they're they're sol- solving one. mysteries, driving around in a van. Shang Chi and the Gang War, uh, Detective Comics number ten eighty. I had to be honest with myself that I am just really not enjoying this comic, and I dropped it. Really? Yeah, I what? Like it. I don't. This is like what's happening? 
Tell me what's happening in this comic. I don't know. I didn't read it. Well, I mean, in any of them, in the whole storyline, it's been going on for like fucking three months. It's just like they're. I don't know. Pretty. We have a differing thing for our style, so it's definitely like a thing for you. But like, I find it impossible oh, to figure so out. So funny! I love this fucking. And maybe art. I'll go and 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 sit with it or have some moment with it where like kind of like how Tinian's run, where I was like not super into that, and then like I revisited it afterwards, and I was like, this is actually really fucking good. Oh, so, so funny that you maybe feel it's that. that way. But like, I, I just it's not. Like it's not, wise. it's too supernatural. I'm just like, not, no, I, I get it. Okay, and especially so it's a, now it's a specific that it's like feeling because I love, well, and I don't love the art. The art's too like vertigo for me. Uh, see, I love it. It's very vertigo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's for someone. It's that's not really me. funny because I was like, man, I love how vertigo this artwork is. And then you were like, I hate this. It's very vertigo. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I do. It. I like vertigo. I just don't always like it for Batman. You know, when Jock was doing the one, the black mirror storyline, I was really yeah. into that. And that was very much was similar sort of art to this so it's really just the storyline being like way supernatural and just kind of like not grabbing me well i'm sure i'll be back if you want something to grab you what about a dracula it's good this comic is good this if comic you is like the story of dracula it's it's here it is again <laughs> here it is here's that story it's a dracula uh and this dracula giving you a real boogans on the cover yeah, boogity 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 i love yeah. that love that look and it is literally just the universal studios dracula story sure is by Tinian right is it by Tinian yeah I like that guy I mean it is exactly the story but it's also like I feel like it's adding something new to it I feel like it's coming from an angle that is different enough that I like it yeah that's all uh Duke I like Duke I did not purchase Duke but I like it. I love Tom Riley. I like what they're doing with the storyline, and I like what they're specifically doing with Duke. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good quality comic book, and it's probably going to sell pretty well. Yep, I think it's. I think it's a strange, a strange book, but I, I think it's. I mean, Josh Williamson. I'm always going to follow, so I like him a lot. He's hit or miss for me, uh, and this one was on just my, like I don't know. My, I just I'll always like, check it out. Sometimes I do dislike what he's doing. But uh, he's he's one of those writers that he's good way more than he's bad for me. Nice. Like, yeah. I, I much I usually enjoy what he does. Yep. No, and, it was uh, it was cool. And I love the artwork is absolutely great. And I like how it's like a shared universe with Transformers and G.I. Yep. Joe. And I like kind of like a square one redoing of uh, and I love the characters who showed up at the end because they're like there's like literally like two G.I. Joe's that I will be all about. And uh, that's basically Snake Eyes and Stalker. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I'm. I was really excited about the other book because I'm really excited about the Dreadnoks whenever they show up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. The oh, and I should say getting... only one of those two characters I mentioned showed up at the end yeah. of this comic, so it's not a spoiler. Totally, they're getting a they're getting a bunch of a bunch of Dreadnoks stuff going on in this series. I think they know. That, mm. that they were a, a hidden gem of the last series. Yeah, that definitely. Nobody, nobody was giving enough enough attention to. They're sort of the uh, the Star Wars bounty hunters of the G.I. Joe universe. I feel like I they're kind of like the, if done right, maybe like a little more Mad Max. Oh, too, absolutely. Like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly what they're going for. Um, I will say that I've always felt uncomfortable with a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy named Duke, but you know that's but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's, they they kind of like they there's kinda a there's like, a David Duke angle to this character uh, that I'm like every time I I'm like I mean obviously that's not what they did, but no it's, no it's he's weird. definitely they they definitely give him a like a 
uh, kind of rebel, no, not rebel, like right, Southern right, rebel, right. but like, uh, like a kind of like, it's a different take on, yep. and I think I like the idea of like, hopefully what it means is that the Joes are going to be like, kind of not just like a elite government task yeah, yeah. force, but in fact, like a, like kind of sort of guerrilla, like world savers kind of thing. I mean, which... that's the only way to go with the, with the series. There's, I mean, in this I mean, regardless of... Without it being just like well, what it already was, I well, can. I mean, and discard politics, discard anything else in the world, and only talk financial issues. Talk about like trying to make a brand that makes money. Making something that doesn't appeal to the Chinese market is a no-go in a na- in a, an international hmm. franchise. You need to do something that the Chinese are going to get on board with because the last 10 blockbuster films made like 20% in the US and then 70 in China. So it's <laughs> like when you're making a Mission Impossible or any of that kind of shit, you're, you've got to have you've got to have international money. Nice. So it wow. makes it only makes sense financially and also i just prefer it but yeah but financially i can see why they're going from that direction yeah. uh same thing with fortune fiendster famous uh comedian no sorry it's dungeons and dragons fortune finder i apologize uh fortune fiendster is a whole different person um dungeons and dragons not a comic book that anyone cares about i just experimented with it because i was going to see if anyone would buy it they don't oh uh dwellings a comic book that people should buy uh i think they actually do and yeah, uh, there's good reason for it it's fucking awesome it's awesome i had uh i haven't i haven't gotten my sixth issue yet uh in the mail uh that i kick-started so Son this one bong. having that issue in it um kind of uh I was like, okay, like I can't really go too too deep into it, but I just this is the best horror comic that exists on the stands. I do, like, I do love Pester the Clown. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really good, and uh, even if you if the off if this art style is like, oh my god, like you you have to experience it. It is definitely the best horror mo- book on the stands, in my opinion. Well, I will tell you that another book that is on the stands as well is a thing called Edenwood. You're probably not reading it for the story. Uh, you're probably reading it for the artwork because mm. it's Tony Daniel. Tony Daniel's book. And Tony Daniel does good art if you like Tony Daniel. and uh, My I, name's Tony Daniel. <laughs> it's good art. I do good art. And I don't, think, I don't think that he's a terribly great storyteller, but uh, he's luckily he's a good visual storyteller. So whatever his, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. his other stuff is, he makes up for with his uh, visual acumen. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Tooth Expanse. Nobody knows what it is here. Yeah. But people who play video games or watch TV or whatever the fuck it is, I don't know, some sort of interactive roller coaster ride, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The Expanse, I believe, is a TV show. Mm, I think it's a roller coaster. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't fucking know. I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> uh, the Flash, number four. Uh, is that a roller coaster? Uh, probably. It's a roller coaster ride of emotion. <laughs> I, I, this is one that I have not dropped, and I'm not 100% sure why. Because I kind of don't like it's well put together, but I don't like what they're doing. Like, huh. um, I don't like it's it, it, it. I'm conflicted. This one I liked better than the last one, which I was like, I think I'm going to drop this book. And then this one I was like, OK, like, 
characters I like are showing up. There's stuff, but it's just kind of like the whole plot seems to be that someone has turned the speed force into a drug. And then I'm just kind of like, well, Mike Barron had the, the speed drug thing with the Soyuz guys in his early run. It's like, and I just, I don't like it when it feels like the people making it haven't read the comics. Yep. You know this about me. And I I just like, if it's like, okay, like, so what are you going to do differently with it? I just, I think this one is too vertigo for its own good as well, but uh, Mm -hmm. I am still reading it uh, for, for at least for now. Uh, What about to this ghost Ritter? It's the final issue before some new ghost rider comes along, according to the final page of it. (laughs) Until something better comes along. Yeah. Uh, Supersized giant superstars of Super Fantastic Four, The Thing versus the Hulk. Punchity, 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 punchity. It's pretty funny because what happens is they switch brains and the Hulk is in the Thing's body. So it's like basically the Thing is running around doing the stuff the Hulk normally does. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, it was fun. It was enjoyable to flip through. Uh, Green Arrow. As I've said a million times, I love this comic. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I do. This one's cool. Like they bring back like a lot of the like dopey shit from the past. That like yep. the 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 car, the plane. Like he's going full like like the shit that Batman doesn't do anymore now. Yes. Now that Batman's a like a poor schlub who doesn't have any money like now green arrow has all the shit there's like a part where he's like flying his aeroplane talking to wonder woman in her uh invisible jet <laughs> this is like literally like he's back and he's like where's the justice league and the justice league's trying to explain to him why there isn't a justice league which is as far as i can tell the f- and i think that if anyone would know it would be me um the first time since the dark crisis that it's even been addressed why there isn't a justice league like no one is like kind of talking about it they're all just like the titans are the new justice league and no one's really explaining why the justice league isn't the justice league and they kind of get into it in this one uh so it was i it was cool i like it and i'm really glad that people are finally getting on board with it like it was one that like was not selling and now is like oh picking up it's like picking up steam which is an odd thing like it's a really it's very random it's a very it's a very unheard of concept to have a book start selling this far into its run well i think when it was originally launched it was launched as a miniseries so there was probably less like and now it's like oh it might continue so yeah yeah you know maybe people are like yep fair getting, getting into it uh alan scott green lantern number three i just I don't know, man. This golden age Red Lantern shit that's going on—it's not—it's not moving me. Fair. And it's in two. It's like literally the full plot of two comic books this this week, including Harley Quinn. Oh, Harley Quinn! The backup in that has art by Leo Max, and I wanted to buy it so bad. It's like Harley Quinn as Indiana Jones with Croc, and it's amazing. Uh, the art's really, really, really good. But I just don't Whoa. care about this multiverse shit that's going on in the and it's like oh, three quarters so of it is just good. something that's like yeah that that second story is wicked oh cool my God, that art i love so leo good. max like Same. leo max could draw virtually yeah. he's like a buy on site for me he's like uh oh my god i love it that's I love so it. good i just i want a collection of just the backups yeah, of agree. this because they've all there's been some really really good ones that i've been like super it's tempted so by weird, but where I just it's like, like 
the main story is not good and then the, like, it's just dumb it's just like i don't know like if i want a harley quinn comic i'm not like interested in her traipsing around the multiverse it's just like it's not like where i go for that story like right and these backups are just like amazing like these days there's no place i want to go for that story yeah and i'm to be multiverse averse <laughs> i think i am also multiverse averse um Justice Society of America. Hey, did you want to know more about Red Lanterns? Because sure they're, they're in here. This is a book that's like kind of like. Do they I, magically barf out of their uh, barf out their hearts? No, I'm just like okay. This guy is has jumped ship completely. He's you know that he's not going to finish out these storylines. So what's the fuck? They literally like he might as well when, when they made that announcement that they're going to do exclusive non DC stuff. Like they basically just like executed this book like why like also i just don't like why is does there need to be two huntresses why like why it's all just like his personal shit that he wants to yeah. do and then now he's bailing so like what's the fucking point well uh, also it's like 14 months late and also <laughs> like, but i mean when he when he finally comes back because ghost whatever the fuck it is fails yeah uh, it'll be interesting because man that i read that thing they sent me the PDF of that, and I was like, I don't fucking oh, care. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure like there's some I very if there are people who are gonna care. I hope so. Some quality people, and they'll probably ink some some Hollywood paper deals, and they'll probably like sure. think it's like a big thing, and then it'll just like the comics will fizzle, and the movies will be like things that maybe people like or don't. And I don't know. Whatever. It's good quality people. I just like it's a bummer that they. I don't. I don't have a bummer. I guess it's just like it was nice in the past when people of that caliber worked for the characters that you know these cool characters. But the corporate deal of Marvel and DC has really like yeah. not done right by so many of those oh, people God. for so, so long true. that like so why true. would they stay? And yeah. you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, but I just JSA now to me is just like, what's why bother yeah. reading this? It's yeah, like, and also I just don't like Red Lanterns in general. I don't like adding more Red Lanterns to the mix is not going to make me like them better. Uh, well, the the fact of the matter is that the best lantern that there is is Dexter. So you're wrong. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Dexter uh, is great, but he doesn't have to be a Red Lantern. He could be any kind of lantern. No, he has to be a Red Lantern because he's so fucking pissed. Yeah, he does have a sad origin. <laughs> it's such a sad origin story, and he's so fucking angry. <laughs> uh, and he could be a Yellow Lantern. Now Sinestro is a Red Lantern. I, I still think the only thing that justified that whole like Rainbow Lantern core is the avarice lantern was larflees uh-huh. and whatever his little little gross globulus his uh his or whatever his name was he had a weird little bubble buddy that was like a construct that he'd made who was his only friend because he wouldn't steal from him huh. um, i don't remember that well basically the idea is i remember larflees but larflees the the whole the whole thing was that uh orange is the avarice lantern so yeah. it was greed and so only one person could have the ring because they would kill everyone else who tried to get so the most greedy character in the entire dc universe winds up with the ring oh. which is such a great concept i don't know i thought that was clever Oh yeah, no, there were aspects of that time where it was like it was kind of a big deal, but um now it's just confusing. No, it's confusing. Uh we've got uh Marvel Superheroes Battle World. It's like what if Daredevil and Iceman showed up to Secret Wars? 
That's uh, kind of what this comic is. Uh, they were in Secret Wars. I don't. I I remember very clearly. They had those shields that would uh, flicker back and forth, and you could see. Well, they weren't in the series. They were in the toys. Yeah, that's all yeah. So, and actually, this series is very much about those I, shields. I like, think it's all about. I think the whole point of this was to bring explain the, ex, the what other those characters. Stupid fucking shields from the toys were interesting. I don't remember an Iceman figure, but I guess there was one. Oh, there might not. You know what? I think there was. I do remember a Daredevil one because I remember my dog ate it. One. <laughs> my dog chewed his legs off. He always chewed the arms and legs off of the Secret Wars figures. They were so chewy. They, they, they were just the, were that the rubbery. Yeah, they were yeah, like yeah. dog toy material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They felt like a destructible oh, nylon. My black costume Spider-Man, my red, my red costume Spider-Man. Oh. Like every single one of them got beat. Like my dog would just like go no, into my absolutely. toy bucket. I had like a five-gallon bucket of action figures and he would just go into it and take those ones. I will tell you. The number of those figures, like when we get like full like childhood toy collections, every time we get those in, they've got the legs chewed off. <laughs> so funny. it's kind of a common thing. Stubbs. Uh, Stubbs. Uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. What's it's also doing? part of this gang war thing. It's fine. Uh, well, this is about monsters having a bash. It is a Monster Bash magazine. These are awesome. Yeah. They're always really fun. I flipped through them. They're pretty cool. Some cool stuff in there. Articles. Yeah. Pictures. Pictures, articles, all the stuff. Uh, Sharticles. Sharticles. Uh, the articles about Shardick the Bear. Uh, <laughs> and his shitting problem. Uh, <laughs> the Penguin, number five. Apparently, this is like the best comic in, this, in, in the world. I've read so many people rave about how good this Penguin comic I'm is. I'm just going to I'll take their word for it. I don't believe them. I mean, I believe that people like it. I don't Who like it myself. I just yeah, whatever. I can't imagine. But I will if say, if you that, like a nine-panel grid mm, with a lot of caption boxes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's that's definitely what they're doing. But I, I will say that that last there was a penguin. The last time they did a penguin miniseries, that was one of my favorite villain offshoot series. And I can't remember even what it was. I can't remember what they what the subtitle was. Mm. But that was like the first time I'd ever seen the penguin and gone. Oh, I get it now. Like, I understand what the purpose of this character is in the Batman canon. Why you need a penguin who is just this. He's obviously not a threat in any way, but they just made him into this character who was so ruthless and had so many. He had cast such a wide web over the city that he was untouchable even by Batman in that series. And it was like, oh, I I get it. That's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. that's cool. So I like that. But uh, here is... No, apparently, but this apparently is Tom King Penguin comic is very good. Really? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Power Girl reenacting that scene from Superman 3 that scarred me as a child. Which scene? The, uh, the one where Richard Pryor gets taken over by machines. Oh, yeah. I, I will say, actually, I really like the Power Girl series. It's really fun. And one of the reasons why I like it uh, is the supporting cast is really good. I, I'm super into Omen and like what they're doing with her and huh. like the fact that they hang out and are buddies and Streaky the, Streaky the Super Cat. And like, it's really great. There's definitely like, like the, she loses an eye in this too. It's weird. Like that machine gets they when they yank the machine out of her, it's like she loses her eye. Jesus, it's Christ. pretty like she, it's actually pretty funny. She like wraps her face up and she's like, "Well, I always wanted to be a pirate." 
<laughs> I, I mean, like, that's I, a pretty nonchalant reaction to having your eyeball ripped out of your skull. But listen, I know I will. I know I would be terrified and horrified if I had to lose an eye. Mm. But I will say that there's always been a part of me that's been like, "Fucking eye patch would be cool." <laughs> I have a friend who lost an eye, and the fact that he doesn't wear a fucking eye patch all the time pisses me off to no end. Mm. Jonesy, if yeah. you're listening, <laughs> get up. I haven't fucking seen him eye since patch. He lost his eye. Jesus Christ! God, also Dude. don't. Try to stop shoplifters. Also that, but I um, mean, no, he's he's doing great. Yeah, I that's see good. him all the time. Um, he's great. I used to work with him. Yeah, he's he's an he's awesome. He's the reason dude. I'm called the whole Bob Zaro that came from him. <laughs> that's awesome. He, uh, he made it up. I used to have a Bizarro shirt I used to wear all the time, and he used to call me Bob Zaro. That's awesome. Uh, yes, uh, very much love that dude, and uh, yeah, say hi to him if you're ever at Rennie's. Anyway, uh, Predator versus Wolverine. Holy shit, I. This book is not getting enough juice. No, especially it's I loved crazy the to um, me. the the art team on the one the the part that took place in the classic X Men yes. like Gray Malkin. They called what it the Gray Malkin era yeah. or whatever. Like Which I think I, is a great name. I think it's a great yeah. choice. I liked that. It was it was a fun comic. I think like overall, I like it has been to me. I think this whole comic, the one through four, have been bulletproof. Like just absolutely enjoyable hmm. beautifully drawn really meticulously scripted really clever ideas using predator and wolverine like the and i like how they the they art style reflects the era that yes. it's from so like it's got like a kind of a life field look for yeah. like that era and then it's got like a kind of paul smith look for the that era and yeah i don't know it's it, it is much better than i would have expected it to be yeah, it's it's crazy how good that is. I don't know. Whatever. Um, there is uh, there's another one. This is probably going to be my pick of the week. <laughs> it's a thing called Rad Wraith. It's I don't know. It's just a great, great comic book. Yeah, uh, out of nowhere, really. Out of nowhere. Who are these people? I I would I imagine. Sent a, I sent a photo of uh, the page with the character, the Herod character, to uh, to Dan. To Herod. Dan Herod. And he was <laughs> nice. like, "That's weird. What comic is that?" <laughs> That's really funny. Yes, that is one hundred percent the the Dan Harrod character. I mean, it had to be. His name is Harrod, and he looks like Dan Harrod. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that that." Well, what's isn't funny what about is. it is that uh, Dabari doesn't know what Harrod looks like. Well, you had to have described him. Right? No, no, no. I I said I said Hesh. Period. I was like I was like. This okay. is the dude that got kicked out of uh, Dabari got kicked out of the fucking Nickelodeon studios. He was working on Turtles animation and got fired because he wouldn't stop wearing Cannibal Corpse shirts to work <laughs> and refused to give an inch on wearing Cannibal Corpse shirts into the Nickelodeon studios. And that was why he got canned. Uh, so, yeah, I think he knew what a hash was when I was like, dude, just do a hasher. Yeah. And he like drew dan harrod <laughs> that's funny yeah no i, I sent him a picture i, was I like, might that's... even have named him after i saw him oh that would make sense i might have that might have been a revision when i saw that when i saw the you character saw the i might have been like, like oh my god <laughs> i didn't name him dan yeah Herod, no he's but... not dan harrod but his name was yeah. harrod yes. but then he had a different name yes he decided to change his name because his parents were the devil worshippers he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be a part of that. Anyway, Rad Wraith uh, is, anyway, is finally here. Rad Wraith, uh, one and two. Uh, this is the this is the double feature edition. That is the first two issues bound together in a single one, um, and this is 
basically just because so much time has passed that, and also the timing of the release of the first one was so terrible. Everything was like in the wrong place. Scout decided that they thought that there was meat on this bone somehow. So they wanted to re-release the, the issues so that people could pick them up. So here it is. This is, this is the first two issues bound together. Um, we and have three and four are going to be regular. Singles. Three and four will be regular. Uh, I believe they may even be called two and three because oh, right, right, right. You the world that. is stupid. But, uh, <laughs> you know, people make weird decisions. But uh, two and three will come out, and those will be different things than you've seen. So if you have seen this comic before, and many of you have, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you have been at least kind of guilted into uh, into reading this comic by me. Um there it is. Um, and also, I can't uh, neglect to credit the amazing cover on this particular issue. I love that. I mean, yeah, the, that's uh, that's our friend Barf Comics. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he is uh, he's doing such good work. And he also is working on another thing for me as well. Nice. I just got the pages back for us for our special thing that's going to be kickstarting in March. And that's going to be awesome. Of course, I chose to do the one skateboarding character and give it to to James. So nice. So there you go. Yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah, awesome. that's really good. Uh, there we go. That's my comic. It's out again. Uh, this is oh my god! Yikes! Check out those fucking abs. Uh, Red Sonia. Oh yeah. The Red Sonia workout. This video. is apparently, if you're a Red Sonia fan people of the modern movie. era, this is the best it's ever been. Yeah, people That's what fucking love it. Uh, Nightmare Country, The Glass House. I am not keeping up with this one. Well, you know what they say about people who live in Nightmare Country. You shouldn't have glass, glass houses. houses. <laughs> uh, scary Monsters. Super Freaks. <laughs> well, in this case, that is appropriate because we have Scream, Blackula, Scream on the cover. Yeah. Uh, and what a great portrait of uh of our of blackula and uh oh my god what's her name uh that lady from everything <laughs> coffee uh oh, pam greer pam greer thank you good stuff and it's got stuff on uh house of dark shadows and all sorts of other weird stuff nice here is shalub which is not about tony shalub <laughs> shalub that would be called shalub <laughs> sorry that would be the comic shalub uh, which is about oh, man. when I used to work at the other comic store, uh, there was a guy who came in and used to constantly, constantly, constantly bring up that he thought Tony Shalhoub should be cast as the Joker in the next Batman film. Whoa. <laughs> it was just like his thing. Huh. I think Tony Shalhoub would be a good Joker. And, I don't think you know, be bad. I don't think he would have been bad. I think I definitely can see it. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think there's a, there's, yeah. There's there's teeth to this. I, I uh, think so. I think there's a I think there's a reason to believe that 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 fan casting would work. I, I mean that's one of those things where like you can. Any of these kind of iconic characters, like a Batman or a Joker or a Superman, mm. there's a take that I think at this point in history, you could literally take any, A list actor, and cast them. And you're going to be good. Like even the thing, like even if you go as far outside as, 
as possible, there's a take that would be interesting. Like, think about the the least likely, like The Rock as the Joker or, you know, like somebody like that. There's there's a way to do it, I'm sure. Yeah. It's like when you have a big icon like that, that you can you can work with that kind of stuff and do something fun with it. Yeah. And I like I could picture Idris Elba as the Joker even. There's a there's an Idris Elba Joker movie that yeah. could be made. I mean cuz and he's about as I would say that he is probably as far out what you would typecast Idris Elba as from the Joker. He is tends to be your stalwart sane kind of tough you know, but lovable kind of character. I could see Idris Elba as uh, that guy Bloodsport from uh, <laughs> Superman number four, uh, that that single yeah, issue so. comic book. I don't know. For some reason, I always just saw that guy as Id- Idris I Elba. Could, I, could I think s- Hollywood really missed it by I not. I think you're right. <laughs> Sorry. I think I think I could move to Bloodsport, Maine, and, uh, <laughs> Blood and have Sport. a really nice have a really nice life there. Dude, that's a vampire show right there, <laughs> Bloodsport. That was when it's right uh, next to Bucksport. Uh, if if anybody wants to go listen to a terrible metal band that I was in, uh, that was a comedy metal band called Manwich. Uh, that in our origin story, we were from Bloodsport, Maine. Nice, <laughs> that's really good. Uh, Sensational She Hulk number three. It's good. I still don't really like that they have this yeah. version of Hulk teaming up with the She-Hulk, but whatever. It's I fine. understand, it's but fine. I but I still I I love this series and I like this and I think It doesn't really like there's like kind of like this new character and then it's just like I'm this new character and then like the next panel it's just like yeah. she's like leave me alone and then they just like <laughs> kind of just do. They do. Like, okay. I mean, uh, that is a classic Hulk move to be like, I want attention. Please leave Hulk alone. He just wants to frolic with bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to roll people up in cement from the road and <laughs> and Squish crush them. them because they wouldn't share their Twinkies, their Twinkies with Hulk. snacks. Sorry, that's... <laughs> that is... They, those people are all dead. Those people are all dead. There's a there's a Twinkie ad with the Hulk where he literally rolls people up in asphalt, and mm-hmm. there's no way in hell they are not like just a, every uh, bone in their body like is crushed. Like a concrete Yule log. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like a, like a Swiss roll. Or a Swiss roll. Uh, there's Slow Burn. It's a comic that's about something. It is about something. Someone does start a fire of some kind in it. How fast would you say that burns? Uh, not terribly fast. Nice. What oh. issue is this? Three, four? Uh, sure. Took this long? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I shouldn't say anything bad about this comic. I don't know anything I'm not about reading it, it so yeah. I don't know. I'm just. It looked like a perfectly cromulent crime comic. <laughs> I just don't like crime comics in general, mm. unless they're written by uh, Ed. Ed Brubaker. Ed Apparently Brubaker. that new Brubaker book that just came out is, is like the they best thing he's are. done. Yeah, but no, I like I've heard like this one's like next level. I, mean, I actually really want to read it. They're always next level though. I like I, I I'm always stoked to read those every time I do and I just never get around to it. By the way, Spider-Woman is out. Yes. I think I liked the first issue of this. Yeah. I think it was pretty fun. Yeah, it's fine. It's like part remember. of the also part of that crime wave story or whatever it's called. Yeah, they're really uh crime boss roller. Whatever she's wearing for a bra is really lifting and separating in this particular cover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 emphasis on the separation yes uh we got uh dark droids number five hey it's the finally it's the end of this dark droids yep finally scrodge one yes so, there you go oh, 
The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. It's, it's a DeLorean that is also a man. It is a mandolin that is also a DeLorean that is driven by a man. Whoa. Uh, Tales of Sis Spence, Dreamweaver, and the Les Mortes. Yeah. Two short horror form horror comics. Yep. There they are. Yep. Suspense. Suspense. And, and uh, Tenement number seven, that is Bone Orchard Tenement number seven. Mm. Bone. Is it a bone orchard or is it a tenement? I, who knows? It's very confusing. You'll have to buy it to find out. Exactly. Well, we also have Saturday Morning Adventures of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fun. Yep. Uh, Terror War number eight. I don't know why I'm not reading this anymore. I loved it when it was yeah, when it's I good. first started reading it. Um Timeless from Marvel. If you like to see fists, punching fists, there's yeah, a lot of fisting. There's some, yeah, the, this was not quite what I was expecting as the future direction of the Marvel Universe. Um, <laughs> but that's what they are hot saying. hot fisting action in this? There is definitely <laughs> hot fisting action in this. Actually, you that's that's not even an exaggeration. There's, no, really, there is there's literally, literally burning, burning fist hot fists. <laughs> yes. Shit going on. Uh yeah, it's in the future. There's like I don't, I I don't know how much to say about it without like I don't want to give it away. Is it a spoiler to say who's in it? It's mainly Power Man and Iron Fist. Okay, Luke so Cage that, and Danny I mean, Rand. That was the it that was the spoiler that I was wondering about. Oh, okay, yeah, no, it's I don't think if that's you don't a think spoiler. That, that, that Iron Fist is a spoiler. Uh, the Moon Knight character is Iron Fist. If that is yes, so yes. And that but, is the future, and they're the last people <laughs> somehow. They are, no, there's people around. They're not the last people. But they're the they're the basic like uh, evolution of superpowers. Like the, the like every every superpower has gone into them, and they're the eternal struggle. They're the new Eternals, basically. Yeah, I guess kind of. Really, it's it's Luke Cage that has all. He has the power of the Hulk. He has the power of the Sentry. He has the power of Iron Fist, and he has you, the power of. Feels his own like power. once you have the power of the Sentry, everything else is a superfluous i mean i think the hulk is the one that you really want because like the hulk is the guy that like at the end of time the we hulk find is still out sitting there that that the sentry can't make it to the end of time but the hulk can yeah even well, though yeah even though the sentry is technically the, the, massively more powerful than yeah the it's interesting how the terminology seeps in um because i like, you know there was like a throwaway line in there about when he has he's talking about how he has the hulk's blood and uh, and he says like I went through the green door, and then just like that's what you talk about now when when you have that Hulk is, power. That you, is interesting. You go that through the, the green door. The Ewing which stuff then reminds me of that old porno behind the green behind door. the green door. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is kind of funny. Uh, it is funny because that porno is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, Man. it is like it had an X rating, but it's like barely a porno. There is way more circus act in that <laughs> pornography than I have ever seen yeah. in it's anything. Like, it's like Lady Chatterley's Lover. It's like one of those yeah, things yeah. where it's like it has an X rating and you're like, oh, it's got to be terrible like when you're a kid because it has it's like yeah, the yeah. one you can't rent and then you like you finally get old enough to watch it and you're like, what the it's a midget running around spying yeah. on people fucking, but like you don't see the fucking and just the midget. It's so weird. It's, it's really everything weird. Everything about it is so strange. Yeah. Anyway. And I definitely remember <laughs> Well, back when uh, I shouldn't back, say midget, it's a little person. But uh, yes. Sorry. when uh, when 
Videoport, when I was running Videoport Delivers, which is a thing I did uh, in my 20s, I think, uh, I was the, I, I ran Videoport Delivers for, I can't remember how many years, but a few years. And, uh, and every night, like on our last run, we'd take the movies home. So I just have like a stack of movies that I'd have home. And sometimes they would be just like random weird porn. And one of the times it was that. And so I was like, well, I've got to watch this. I mean, this the is green a, door or chatter. Uh, no, not really, uh, behind the green door. Okay, yeah. And I was like, well, there's a fucking cramp song about this. I've got to watch this porno. <laughs> and I was sorely disappointed by yeah. the content of that movie. It wasn't even kitschy enough to be enjoyable. It was just terrible. Well, there was like a point in the history of film and this is not, I don't want to go too far down the weeds here, but like there was a point in the history of film where mainstream film was almost going to like basically be as much porn as the x-rated mm-hmm. films of that time and that also x-rated films were much more like legitimate yeah, than yeah. they would be today like you would never like see like the content of like um what's brazzers or whatever at like the porn theater like it's like that's not what they showed they showed like pornographic movies but they were like still movies they were still they were still like they just and a lot of them were like european art films like uh uh i am curious yellow and some of that stuff yeah stuff like that and then you had like movies like uh the last uh was the last tango in paris or whatever like the one where uh like there was basically fucking in it. Brando, like Brando butters up like, somebody's butthole. Yeah. And things of that nature. And so then it like basically like kind of built up until um like the early nineties when like Verhoeven and all those people were like kind of um yeah. the big thing and then their movies started to flop and then it was just like from that point on it was like there's yeah. no like there's no sex in movies. There's really no sex in movies. Like it's just it's you don't see it anymore. Very odd. And yeah. then somebody decided to release Nymphomaniac because somebody wanted to see Shia LaBeouf having sex. I don't know why they did. Weird. But, I don't uh, know anything about that. It's, eh, it's terrible. I never saw it, but I assume it's terrible. Uh, Beast World, <laughs> the Teen Titans. Was that? Did anybody expect to hear a porno film history <laughs> rant on this podcast today? Sorry. Uh, th- probably not what anyone was expecting out of this podcast. I don't know why I absorbed that knowledge from my many film podcasts that I listen to, but <clears throat> that's one that I picked up. I was like, it's interesting to me, like yeah. how bland fucking modern film yeah, is, it's, like it's when you think about it compared to like, I mean, I don't know. Oh, like, I don't I mean, think it's great that Brando was like basically like committing sexual assault on film. Like that was really bad too. But there's, yeah, this, the whole, yeah, everything is weird. <laughs> but just know. like the people, the, the average American audiences, like interest in like actual adult subjects is like just gone. Like oh, it's and, just not. And also just the, the homogenization of all of film of all is film. ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, uh, Teen Titans, Beast World. I, Regular I, Titans, I, yeah, Beast World. I liked it. It's, uh, it's pretty close to selling out. How do you feel about these new Teen Titans that they've come out with? I, you know, I, I there was a a time where this was like one of the only issues of this entire series that I didn't own, and then uh, you actually gave me a fucked up copy of it like a couple of years ago, and uh, anyway, it was nice to see it. I like, I like this. It was for me like a huge uh, 
like this was like the comic for me like starting about two years into this run was when i first started picking it up i'm excited to pick and i really like beast world too yeah i'm excited to pick this up because i've always been afraid every time i get a copy of this in the store i don't ever want to read it because it's an expensive comic book and so i don't ever look through it that would be frank miller's wolverine number one. Oh yeah Man, those uh, jo- Joseph Rubenstein inks. Like, it's just so weird. I don't know. This is a beautiful book. Yeah. I really it's, like it. It's not. You know what I actually just read? Uh, I picked up a super cheap. Uh, I've been collecting the old um, Dark Horse Presents that have Eddie mm. Campbell, Bacchus, uh, yes. Jim Bacchus comics. Um, <laughs> if only. And uh, one of the ones I happened to pick up had the third Sin City. And uh, oh, nice. man, that is not that I do you does it still sell Sin City the comic do they even put it out anymore I think it does sell but it do, I mean they do put it out it doesn't do. I mean it doesn't sell the way that it did when the movie was coming out certainly Yeah I don't know I read that like one chapter and I was like this guy Marv is like such a loser and he was like the the big like anti-hero for like a long time and it's just like he's so lame and so problematic that, like well, it's just he, it, but I mean, I think, yes, he is lame and problematic, but I think that's kind of the deal is that I think that was that. Do you think also... people got it? No, I, I feel like it was like a no. Punisher kind of thing where he was but like, yeah, this you, guy's cool. He's kicking ass with his gun think, that he has a name people, for. Do you think people got uh, that Rorschach wasn't the hero of Watchmen? No, they no, fucking didn't. No, they didn't. Like, but the, that the was average... at least done in a way where it was like, if you did pick up on the fact that he wasn't like it was written for you to under, whereas Marv is written as like this badass. Like, I mean, he, and he's like, he is a, so not a badass. I mean, he is a badass. Ass. he's just he's he's a an incredibly complex character because there's so much bad uh, the, in him as well as the good. one i read where he's like this is my parole officer she's uh, she likes women but it's just because like i don't understand why because she's so hot <laughs> it's just like so dumb wow i do not remember that but yeah, uh, yeah. i basically remember uh yellow bastard and yeah. uh i think it did get dame to maybe kill for and a few of better them. like i don't i don't remember the early ones but I do remember them, and I remember when I remember certainly when Marv got killed, when Marv went to the chair. Right. That was, and then uh, that was that was obviously a really classic. I mean, and that was. Remember the action figure of I that? I do. <laughs> it was like you pulled the switch, and it was like. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> what, what did he, he he said something clever? Was, yeah, but he laughed. Yeah, he was, he was like, like ha ha ha. Turn up the juice, you pussy, or yeah, something. Yeah. Something Marv esque. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yep. Uh, yes, there you go. And speaking of Wolverine, he's very much like that. Uh, World Tree number thirty-three, guys. Nobody's naked in this issue. What are you gonna do? I don't know. How are you gonna jerk it to this World Tree issue? You'll never be able to. Uh, I wish, honestly, I wish that she had been clothed this whole time because. This is a well-written comic, and yeah, people really like this comic. I think it just—I think just the fact that they chose to play it that way mm. undermined. It wouldn't have bothered me f- personally if I was more interested in the concept of like 
people just wantonly murdering people. I just like I've just kind of lost oh, sure. my taste I mean, for that. So it didn't like it wouldn't have the nudity wouldn't have bothered me if that was like the comic I wanted to read. No, not at all. Well, I mean, uh, I loved Cap. What was it, Capterra? No, no. What was the? There was a there was a book out a while ago that was like a six issue, and it was just this naked woman floating around because she was oh, because it yeah. was her soul. And yes. I was like, okay, this makes sense. What and was that called? That was the Gillamar. Started with a K, um, and I can't remember. Yeah, Karen, yeah. Karen Carmen K A R Carmen Carmen. That sounds right. I think so. Yeah, it's definitely an art comic. That was great. Uh, but I really like this, and I do agree that it is a little. It is a little on the. Uh, little on the juggaloy side in places where it's just like too much killing for no reason but there's there's definitely redeeming qualities and there's there is a plot in there oh underneath yeah all of the when when i say like it's not for me it doesn't mean like oh my god i think no, no one no, no. should read no, it no, i no. just like it's just not like I i'm just not it. looking for that i get it but it clearly is a good comic you know what's for me what x-force yeah, X Force is the comic for me. Uh, this wasn't a particularly exceptional X Force, but it was good. Set up a lot of the X Men books this yeah. month were setups for this next one, month. This basically. one was not a great issue. Oh, actually, I liked this issue too. Honestly, I I, I don't know. The, speaking of my bad taste, maybe that's uh, the wrong thing to say. But Juan Jose Reap, I love him. I love that dude, and I love his art on this book. I think I it's like great. him a lot better when he's not drawing crossed. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. But I mean, that's and also you kind of know when you get one Jose Reap on something that something bloody and horrible is about to happen. In yeah, the yeah. Comic. You want hyper detailed, <laughs> like, super violence. Uh, something, something gross is about to go down in this comic, and it doesn't really. But honestly, it took somebody with his ability to do. Uh, really nuanced art to get across what this comic was saying because this is setting up some plot points that are a little on the complicated side um especially because you're dealing with uh i don't want to say multiple timelines you're dealing with future prophecy i guess would be more important to say someone seeing the future and like understanding trying to understand what's going on and so you find out what basically it's just setting up the future this this particular title hmm. i like it i think it's cool whatever nice. yeah um cool and that's it what about uh any mangas or anything god there's a bunch note? there's a bunch of stuff out this week but i don't have time i'll try to cover it in the video yeah there's a there's a bunch of stuff but uh th- what we'll really say is uh, buy all of the Rad Wraith. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely buy Rad Wraith. And while you're at it, you could still get Rad Wraith t-shirts. Yes, you sure can. I'll and you can, right get, and you can get uh, Rad Wraith skate decks, too. Oh, two yeah. Two of them. There's two of them. What? Yep. Cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, do that. And uh, follow us at um, Actually Comics on Instagram buy things from coastcitycomics.com that will help us out quite a bit yes and uh follow bob at dollar binge yep that's it so thank you for listening and we will see you next week yep good night bye that's it